2: Oh, and welcome to day twenty-one of the World Cup Minute, Brendan. The World Cup Minute is now old enough to drink here in the United States. We did it. We we, we did it, Joe. We got through uh, twenty-one episodes of Incredible. the World Cup Minute. I guess we have one more one more to go on Sunday.
3: incroyable Well, I mean, heck. I mean, it, the World Cup minute is going to turn into Croatia v. Morocco 24-7. This yeah. is the matchup That's that true. everyone wants to talk about. Yeah. Hakimi and Ziyech versus, uh, versus Modric and, Perisic and 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 the like. What, yeah. Juggernauts. <laughs> how maybe, do we not maybe talk? Our plan for, is, <laughs> go on. What?
2: Maybe our plan is we're not going to do a World Cup minute for, for the third place game unless it's really good. And if it is, then we'll <laughs> yeah. then we'll we'll break our rule and pop on for it.
3: Hey, how about maybe maybe an online poll for our listeners? Like, do they how? Some people like I'm I never really believed in um you know like star signs and, and horoscopes and all of that until I learned yeah. more about me being a Virgo and it all mm-hmm. started to make sense. And as a Virgo, I'm all about completing the set. Like it all has to be mm-hmm. organized and just so. So I'm sure there are some listeners out there yeah. who probably just actually hate the World Cup minute, but they keep listening because they feel compelled to complete it. So maybe we have to do the third That's place great. match for those people.
2: Yeah, that, that's true. We want those DLs. All right, so maybe we'll do it, and maybe we won't. Let's let's, let's keep it very <laughs> open-ended. I guess we could turn it into like a. This is like I. This is like a conversation we should be having before we start the recording of this podcast. But you know what? We're keeping on. I'm a Taurus, Brandon. I'm stubborn, um, and so that this is this is in character for me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So we uh, we were, we're now done. We're at the final. We got the uh, the dream final. The final that um, everybody. I think going into this World Cup, probably, I mean, outside of your own kind of personal yeah. nation-rooting interest would want, I mean, you've got the, two of the great uh, countries in World Cup history, uh, two of the great footballing nations, uh, and two of the greatest players in the world. Uh, who play together. I I actually kind of forgot about that until I was thinking about this afternoon that (laughs) Mbappe and Messi are teammates. Um, You know, know, that that
3: thought didn't even occur to me either. Like Messi is so ingrained in our footballing imaginations as obviously a Barcelona player, but I think now he just kind of exists as Messi since he left Barcelona. Now he just kind of stands alone, but yeah, wow, they are teammates. It's weird, Do you right? think Messi yeah. pays attention to what Mbappe is doing uh, at PSG? Is there any insight that's being made there?
2: I know that there are secret that Messi is maybe secretly he benefits sometimes from the Ronaldo comparisons that it's like he's the he's the um angel and Ronaldo is the devil, you know, and uh, to be so you know I mean sure. that is sort of uh, like broadly how people sort of frame the two of them. Right. But there, yep. there certainly are competitive strong arm elements to his personality. There's a, there's a book that I, I want, I won't pretend that I finished reading it, Brandon, but there's a book that I've started reading, uh, by the, who's that economist writer. I'm going to forget his name right now who writes about football all the time. It doesn't, doesn't it's, matter. The book about Barcelona that came out last year. Uh, um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but, but so Messi has a has a tough side to him, and I think that. Um, well, hey, we saw it when he sneered at uh, Volf. Uh, Wolf Simon his first Cooper. Name?
3: Simon Cooper, by the way, just Simon sort of Cooper, people thank screaming you. at us through Wonderf- their, their yeah, iPods. wonderful,
2: absolutely wonderful writer, one of my absolute favorite football writers. I'm sorry, I couldn't think of his name. Uh, but him, him, uh, you know, sneering at Veghorst, and uh, some talk about him uh, being pretty, pretty. Uh, playing some hardball at Barcelona as well before he left. So I think um I think that he he knows what Mbappe's doing because Mbappe is uh, is uh, he'd be like if Michael Jordan and uh I don't know, Kobe Bryant were on the same team or something like that. Like, of course, there'd be a, a kind of tension there, even even with the age difference. And, yeah. it, you know, it really is, and this is the, the problem I have with Mbappe, is, please go to a different club. I, I have nothing, I have no issue at all with, with Ligon, at, at all. And glad it's there, I occasionally watch it. Randomly, it's like on YouTube TV. You can like, almost everything, almost all the other global nations, you have to get like a, a streaming service or whatever. Yeah. But with Legon you can just pop on your TV and, and watch it. Yeah. Um, so I, I I like French football, but it, it tends to be a little bit, and it just doesn't seem like it's quite as you know, Bundesliga, the Bundesliga, the incredible fans, the I don't know, and it's like, I just want him, or, or even you know, um, La Liga, uh, La Liga of course, where La mm-hmm. Liga has at the very least three super competitive teams, a little bit like the Premier League, and then you know, the bottom is maybe a little weaker in La Liga, but it's, but La Liga is a relevant. League. super sure. important, and even even Syria in its sort of fate. I'm like, I don't know, this is like nothing to do with today's game, but Syria in its sort of faded glory has a kind of beauty as sure. well, right? These what these about Dutch 000, League, Josh,
3: what, what if Mbappe moved to the Dutch
2: league? Well, the Dutch league is great because it's purely entertaining. (laughs) You know, do do we have any other leagues you want me to talk about? uh, What about the uh... (laughs) Portuguese league is great too, because it's a, it's a breeding ground for some of the, for the, some of the great players in the world. It's remarkable how many players come through Portugal before they go on to, to play for one of the the biggest clubs in the world. But they're also Portugal is like sneaky. Awesome frequently, right? Like uh, winning, winning champions leagues and, uh, and, or in, and Europa leagues and, and, you know, this Benfica squad this year is awesome. Like it could really be like that Ajax team from like five years ago. remember that team that almost made the, the world cup final. If Lucas doesn't have a hat trick, the, the champions league that final, that would game. be some, some yeah.
3: story if uh, Ajax got to the world cup final, but
2: yeah, <laughs> that's true. Break, break the, that's what they should have done. The, the Dutch should have just brought the Ajax team with Why them not? and just do some Tadic and, 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 you know, just switch countries. Um, all right. So we had it, we had an actual game there today. We, uh, I, I, maybe not one of the more compelling there were okay there were moments certainly because you have the overhead kick that, that didn't that didn't go through. You had um, Morocco had a handful of chances. Their their XG for the match was lower than I was expecting. I think it was under one. Um, it certainly felt like they were threatening at times, but ultimately it just never felt like they could win that game. Uh, you, you know, obviously the the fifth minute goal changes everything. As as we, it's it's a little similar to yesterday's match. Honestly, yeah, they just right. you you know you had a talented team that played really well and and kind of took it as far as they could go. And injuries, I think it was age maybe more with with Croatia and injuries. I think with with Morocco, and that was it. They were sort of, they went as far as they could, and, and I, I think it's sort of exemplified with Romain Sace uh, going off, uh, substitution, of the 20th minute, and then you're like, okay, like you guys played really well, and yeah. like, they still had some moments, which was great, but I think even those moments that didn't happen, right, like the overhead kick, It's like the France, the French defense was too good. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like they were getting easy, easy chances. I mean, a more shambolic defense probably does concede a couple of goals to to Morocco today. And France is just great. Uh, Kind of, uh, you know, top to bottom. And Hugo Lloris, I'm not like his biggest fan as a Spurs player, but I don't know. France Lloris is, is pretty good, I have to say.
3: Yeah, and Morocco, we talked a little bit about the injuries that Morocco was trying to fight through yesterday. And as you said, Ramin says, tried to beef it. He could only last 20 minutes. Well, like, France, it. I don't
2: even know that. That's like, that's one of your, like, you, Brand For anyone who doesn't know, Brandon's father was a butcher. And so he often peppers his conversation with, uh, with yeah, meat yeah, choice,
3: choice cuts of beef. Um, <laughs> that'll be a great section for the next, next time we do the World Cup, minute is my, my yep. choice cuts of beef corner of the of the podcast but france's uh, uh by comparison france's team is just so deep they were able to bring Konate in as a reserve center back you know one of the yeah. great uh, new signings at, at liverpool this season and yeah. uh and and, and rabio was unfit to to play and so you you bring in fafana for for them so france is, they have the squad depth uh, whereas uh, smaller nations like Morocco just don't. And that is, yeah. it, it, it was like the, the, the clubs, they were able to rotate some of their squads in the last round of group stage, France being one of them because they have a whole other squad. And maybe it didn't help Brazil in the long run, but if you need to make a sustained uh, uh, push through an entire tournament and France tries to play, sometimes a a pressing game you've got to have uh fitness and and fresh legs so uh kudos to france i agree it was it was unfortunately never in doubt to make it uh, terribly dramatic i enjoyed morocco just really kept going for it and going for it until the final whistle of course they would it's the world cup semi-final and they had their fans there to spur them on and they did at least make it exciting even though i agree josh the it just never felt like France was going to lose this game.
2: Yeah, I think I think that's right, and I, everyone's sung uh, Morocco's praises, and, and we certainly uh, have done some of that on, on this podcast as well. And so I think that um, you know there's no need to rehash it. It's been a, it's been a great tournament for them. I thought one thing I noticed today was that it really felt like a home match for Morocco. I was surprised um fake whistles a lot of vuvuzela type whether they were vuvuzelas or something different you know like the, lots of lots of noise and it was like you remembered. You think like, it was this just is what people,
3: cl- you know, do that thing when they put their hand under their armpit? Under the armpit.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you, I think you got a little bit of that. You got about, about 10,000 of them were doing that. And so then you had 10,000 <laughs> of zealous as well. And then 10,000 blowing whistles. They, they had to clamp down on those whistles. It was very difficult to figure out. I, I, half the match, I thought they were booing, uh, they're, they're whistling for a foul. It was really, I guess that here's, was the goal. Here's an but, obscure yeah.
3: reference. Uh, uh, yeah. New to Netflix here in the U.S., Prisoners, directed by Denis Villeneuve starring oh, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal and uh, Hugh Jackman. Boy, Whistles. I feel
2: like there were a bunch of Is that of any pe- good? To, have you watched that? <laughs> yeah, I, watched, it, um, I watched Bullet Train last night. It was okay. A little okay. in love with itself. It didn't... Uh, it was fun. Prisoners is a
3: good... Like, if you like mystery, like convoluted mystery thrillers, it's it's good. Yeah. It goes on for a little bit too long. It is thrilling. Uh, yeah. But my my sense is, given the the use of Whistles, that... Everybody in Qatar has recently watched the movie Prisoners.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's a great promotion for that. It's like an it eight-year-old really movie, right? C- Qatar a, FIFA yeah.
3: World Cup 2022, brought to you by the hit film
1: Prisoners.
2: <laughs> it wasn't even a hit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
2: So I think, uh, yeah, I thought the crowd was good. It was actually a reminder that club football is returning uh, because that's what a club football match sounds like. And the World Cup is a little bit like the NCAA tournament here in the U.S., which is that it's it you do get some fans there, and the and the camera always does a great job of showing. It's always funny because you see that like you can kind of the, the the giveaway is you start seeing the same fans a lot, right? <laughs> and they're sort of like, I remember there's a Mexico match where there must've been about 18 Mexico fans in the entire stadium because I saw the same 18 people every time they did a crowd shot. And, yeah. and so you, you get these sort of polite, I mean, basically you get rich people, right? Cause who else can afford to go to Qatar or, or, or really any of these world cup countries. Yeah. And so you have a bunch of rich people who are sort of, they're mostly soccer fans, you know. I would think slash football fans, and I think that they, um, they, they want to. They want to see a good match. But this Morocco game was one of the few in those World Cup where I felt like you really saw a crowd that really wanted one of the teams to win, and that was that was fun. And I think for the final, we will get some of that because Argentina has yeah they have some pretty good fans there as well, and France just. Uh, just in general, it's just a popular. I mean, both of them really. I mean, both both countries have lots of lots of supporters globally. There's lots of massive players and. I mean, if that crowd doesn't live for this World Cup final, I don't know what yeah. what they could want. Because what else, outside of, I guess, Brazil, I'm not even sure this, that Brazil team would have been more fun. I mean, to me, Messi is more charismatic as a player than, than Neymar. And um, yeah, it's just terrific. I'm really excited. Right,
3: yeah. If Brazil gets to the final, what history does Brazil make? I mean, they make history in that Brazil wins another World yeah. Cup, which is amazing. But yeah. Messi, to cement his his... Further cement his yeah. place in history will be incredible yeah. to bear witness to. Or France, not a fan for- of the
2: yeah, <laughs> Brazil does have the kit. The you know the kit the Brazil kit is like the Yankee pinstripes, mm-hmm. right? It just looks it looks like the 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 gold standard of, of kits. And these the Argentina kit is. Um, it's just bad. I'm sorry. I've never wow. been a fan of that okay. blue and white striped.
0: Okay.
2: I just think it's weak and and unflattering and doesn't look <laughs> great on TV. Just not a fan, Brandon. Not a fan.
3: Yeah, it doesn't. It, it was not a kit designed for broadcast television. It is a little too pale compared yeah. to that like canary yellow and uh, or the French kit. Yeah. How many Brazilians have become Norwich? Uh, City fans of the Premier League, just so they can <laughs> repurpose yeah. all their yellow crap. Um, and we did goodness. say,
2: we said goodbye to a good kit today because we said goodbye to the Morocco kit. It's a, yeah. you know, we're slipping a little kit talk in here late, Brandon, but do you want to talk about the goals at all? Um, I thought the uh, opening goal, I mean, they're both kind of, they weren't great goals. The, the yeah. first goal was, was a kind of just sort of flopped around. I mean, both the goals were kind of flopped around fell in the right spot kind yeah. of goals, right? Yeah. Which, which I guess is just a function of pressure.
3: Yeah, I, I think it was just the force of, of France's will to, to, to get the ball in the net. Sometimes that's just how it's yeah. done. And uh, yeah, compared to the goals that Argentina scored yesterday, they, they do pale in comparison, but you just have to, I think the goals that France scored is kind of a reminder of, it's a great team uh it's not generally not down to an individual performance except for that like that one mbappe match that we had um a few matches ago where he scored his his brace i would love to see that version of mbappe uh come come back through the final i mean certainly teams are smart enough to try to mark him out of the game as best they can but he you know he um he was, I guess, responsible for the second goal that France scores because it's scored off of a, of a blocked shot that he's taking.
2: Yeah, I, I think Messi is like advantage messy, I think when it comes to the golden ball going into this, um, going into this final for sure. I mean, I, yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's like a. Mbappe's doing the play behind the play or whatever both cases yeah. I think both the goals were like that but uh but Messi's he's doing the real thing Brandon yeah real. Messi is yeah. I guess
3: for for all the stats heads out there is technically leading the golden Ball race because one cannot share the golden uh, uh, the golden boot I should say one cannot share it the tie the first tiebreaker is assists and currently Messi has three assists to mbappe's two assists. So if if the goal tally stands
2: as it is, then Messi, I, I guess like is he? Trying to kid win it all? Then that's crazy. He uh, yeah. win the Golden Ball and the Golden Boot. I feel like that doesn't happen very often. Uh, someone's going to not be like, yeah, it happened, it's happened nine times or whatever. But many times, it's <laughs> many times I'm sure. But uh, like Wesley Schneider, I think won the Golden boot, um, or golden, but now I now I'm confused about that, whatever, you know, the, the most goal scored. And that was in the, uh, that was in the 2010. I remember, um, certainly didn't win the, uh, the other one, whatever that one was, <laughs> the world cup, <laughs> yeah, the world cup. <laughs> there was, a, was it who was iniesta who won the gold, the golden ball. Anyway, It doesn't matter. Um, so I, you know, I actually, and it's crazy because I was just realizing as we were talking that, um, I was remembering that, uh, the Rabio didn't play today and he has been so yeah. good in this world cup and it's, what incredible depth this 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 country has! It's just as you were as you are just saying. I mean, it's yeah. just like they you know it'd be like if if, if we just lost Weston McKinney as the, the U.S. just right before yeah. a semifinal, and it, with them it was fine That's right. it didn't didn't matter at all. And, I think uh, it was illness kind of that
3: Rabio was out, so it wouldn't yeah, probably we, yeah. be a worry for the final that France will have a full strength squad.
2: Yeah. But again, probably doesn't even matter, right? Oh. Um, so, yeah. uh, as long as we get Messi versus Mbappe, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm mm-hmm. really excited about it. now. Now I think we should do Brandon um, a third place look ahead, uh, just to be completist about it. Mm-hmm. And so then we will have done 23 days of of World Cup potting. So let's let's end it there. I'm really. How could you not be incredibly excited about about Sunday's game? It's going to yeah. be amazing. We have to figure out what our what our watch plan is, Brandon. We need to uh, we need to talk about that. I was I was texting with one of our buddies. We may try to, you know, I didn't even want to like try to organize a Brooklyn meetup because it's going to be so um, chaotic. Uh, but be, this is this this feels like one you want to watch with your with your friends if you can, because it should be just a really fun and exciting match.
3: If there is a little Buenos Aires somewhere in your metropolitan area, seek it out. Or maybe there's a little, um, let's see, uh, not Paris. We don't want a little Paris, We want like a uh, Versailles. Versailles. Little Little, Versailles. Little (laughs) Versailles. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Sure. (laughs) There you go. Seek it out. Go out. Enjoy the match. Um, And don't forget about that third place match because whoo.
2: They tend to be high-scoring, fun affairs. Yeah, we'll see what we get out of those. I mean, because those are both—you uh, have an exhausted Croatia team and uh, an injured Morocco team. So, yeah, let's see like a three-two. I, I might have the third-place game is always a three-two match. So, we'll, but let's, these let's these are
3: teams get. that are defined by their defense, right? Is is yeah. But they're also just exhausted.
2: They're also just. What I mean, they're exhausted and they're injured. Yeah. So I feel like that's going to erode the defense stuff yeah. a little bit. So. All right, well thanks everyone for listening. Thanks for sticking with us for for 21 of these and uh we will be back recording actual fantasy Premier League content uh in the next few days. We're going to wait until the World Cup is over because it's just too hard to do the the pivot until then, but um yeah, uh and we're also going to start a second half league. So if 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 we have people who have actually started listening to this podcast since the World Cup started who have not been listening to us before. I don't know how many of those people are out there. I assume there's at least three, you know? And so if you're, if you're one of those three, uh, we're going to start a second half league as well. And, uh, we want to have some prizes for that league and, and, and sort of just give people who, um, Feel totally, uh, and, and also if you're currently playing fantasy, you can join that league as well. It's just going to start uh, with that Boxing Day uh, set of fixtures, so something to look forward to. Um, everyone, you know, you have free transfers as well, and so there's double game weeks. I don't. Know, I'm getting like a little. Uh, I've started to think about it a little bit, Brandon. You know how it's like. It's like you open Pandora's yeah. box, and something yeah. like, oh my and then god, it so just like, like takes
3: over your brain
2: exactly so we'll be talking more about that in the next few days uh, but thank you to everyone and thank you to our, our patreon supporters too we haven't been talking too much about patreon but thank you to everyone who's who's stuck with us during this kind of month away you know it's just sort of a awkward thing the way that mm-hmm. um, the way that they've thrown a world cup into the middle of our, uh, premier league season. But, um, thank you to everyone who's, who's stuck with us. And, uh, if you like the pod and you want to support the pod, you can go to patreoncom slash always cheating, get access to, um, bonus pods, um, during, during the premier league season. So as soon as we start up again, I actually think I'm going to try, I might try to do one even tomorrow, Brandon, that, that's how committed I am. I might just pop on and do nice. a little solo one. So, um, and then we'll, uh, we we'll back with, with regular bonus pods once the season returns. So, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Uh, It's been a great World Cup, and I'm looking forward to the final. Thank you. Bye.